Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're right, Jordan. Yeah. You look a bit... Um, your mouth seems a bit bigger than usual. Sure. Oh, I need to take it out, actually. I've got... Um, I want to have some of this coffee. Hang on, just no, speak normally at a normal pitch. I am speaking normally. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan has his retainers in. <laughs> I need to take them out. Cause I've got... Show me. Show me. Grin, grin at me. It's like Jaws. <laughs> From James Bond. <laughs> You're horrible. No, look, and if they're if they're, they're do you feel uh, have you felt any difference yet? Well, these <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. These are new ones, so they put them in today, so they're always a bit tight. Yeah, so you speak slightly with a lisp. But then, uh, well, over time, it gets better. And you sleep with them in. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got them for twenty-two hours a day. Twenty-two hours a day. Yeah, I'm going to take. Good job your show's only two hours fifteen minutes. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to take her out. I hate taking her out. It goes hey. Don't look. I want to see It's a flash forward when we're eventually doing series 2400 in the nursing home. <laughs> Jordan's putting his dentures in. Uh, <laughs> just, um, I'm going to put them back in. I just want to have some coffee. You can't eat or drink with them in. No, well, it's not advised. Or, or smoke. Or anything else. Mm. Are we ready? We're ready. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Like, is it okay to change... There's a line missing there. And find solutions to... Yes, yes there is. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, Do you think Ben's being passive-aggressive, deleting that, because he's realised that we don't actually offer any solutions ever? Yeah, we do. We do. (laughs) Rarely, but... Like, is it okay to change your Wi-Fi password because your neighbour's logged in? And how do you react to a friend telling you their boyfriend wants to peg them? And of course, Mm. what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more heighty, you're more dairyly. Oh, I love a dairyly. It's top five cheeses, that. It's not even a cheese. I did that on Twitter recently. Do you want to know my top five cheeses? Oh, again, nothing would please me further. Thank you to Gary, by the way, for sending that one in. You're more Heidi. I'm I'm not going to go down a tangent as to what Heidi actually is, and you probably thought it was afternoon tea, Gary, but we'll go for it for the purposes of comedy. Don't be... Don't just... No, I don't want to be churlish, but Heidi is not the sort of the scones and cakes, FYI. Right. Top five cheeses. Five. Baby Bell. No, no. Let me finish. Okay, I'm thinking of all the plasticky cheeses that you'd like. Five, halloumi. 
Yeah. Mm. Four, Baby Bell. <laughs> Three, Dairy Lee Cheese Slice. Yeah. Two, Boston Garlic and Herbs. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. that's good. One, Port Salou. <laughs> and do you know who got me into Port Salou? Mm. Your neighbour, Liam, when we went to France. Yes. She got me into that squidgy, softy cheese. Well, we had... It was a Shomes cheese, I think we had. How do you remember that? It was like four years ago. Because I, every bl- cheese place I've gone into, cheesemonger I've gone into since then, I've asked for Shome, and they've never had it. Shome? Yeah. You remember that? Mm. I had really bad food poisoning that week. No, you did not. You drank too much alcohol. I drank a bottle. <laughs> you drank a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> And food poisoning. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, if anyone would like, if any, if we have any French listeners and they would like to break um, import law and send us some shown cheese, we'd be very grateful. The address is on the website, sexismyboss.com. Oh, we, we, we. I illegally brought cheese back from the Netherlands a few weeks ago. Did really? How can that be illegal? And my, my, so my colleague, John Paul over there, gave me some lovely Dutch cheese and a Dutch cheese slicer because I had, anyway, long story. And obviously I didn't eat all of it in Holland, so I just put it in my suitcase and brought it back. And Mikey was horrified when we opened up the suitcase back at home. He said, you've illegally, you're not allowed to bring cheese across the border. What? That's, you can't do that. You'll have us in bloody customs. I'm not spending a night in a cell with you. Obviously, if oh, any Oh, actually, cust- that'd be quite, you know. <laughs> we can redo Chicago. We can redo Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, if any customs listeners are listening, we returned the cheese to the Netherlands and we've... Uh, Put it back. Oh, there. good. Um, top three cheeses. Go. Uh, Roublochon. Okay. Uh, I like Chaume. Yeah. Which is, Port Salou is sort of like the, you can't get it, sort of British equivalent type yeah. thing, if you can't get it in France. And uh, a Camembert. Oh. Can I just say, I knew you were from Goodstock anyway, mm. but when I first went to your parents' house. Yes. And we had... Um, dinner at your parents, mm. right? Well, she did a picky tea, basically, didn't she? Oh, do you mean, oh, do you mean the dinner with the my parents? The first ever time we had dinner the with Black parents. Night. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. I then knew that you'd gone up in my estimations, because after the meal, your dad brought a cheese board out on a Wednesday. <laughs> Who does that? How posh is that? We have cheese board at Christmas. We're big... Big massive tub of that orange tub, that Jacob's cracker tub that still lasts till Christmas next year. Mm. And you brought a cheese board out, and your dad just started chopping away at it. I was like, okay, that was. <laughs> I love the fact that's an indicator of if someone's doing well. Cheese board on a Wednesday. Most Gosh. people just have a dairy leaf in the fridge. No, I don't think we ever had that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. as children, as very young children in single digits. But I tried with cheese at my dinner parties in Manchester in particular, doing... So the French will do cheese before the pudding. How dare he? <laughs> right. So the, the, the French do sort of savoury, savoury cheese pudding, so you end on a sweet note, whereas in Britain traditionally... You <laughs> Carry on, sorry. Got a lot of cheese puns. <laughs> whereas the British do savoury, savoury, sweet, savoury, and end on the cheese, so you do the pudding and then the cheese yeah. course. Now, I actually really like the French way, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll do that. I'll sort of, we'll go a little bit, you know, cross William Hansen there, preferring the French way. I never thought I'd see the day. Indeed. Um, all my friends hated it. Did they? They go, I bring out the cheese and they go, oh, are we, are we not having pudding? And it was like, yes, but we're just going to have cheese first. Cheese, then the pudding. Yeah. So I then reverted to doing the English way. Didn't we have a cheese board at... Um... At his wedding? No. At um, that restaurant in Monaco. We might have had cheese afterwards, yes. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your antidotes of oppression to 
help at sexofmyboss.com. Or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram, access my boss. We're also on TikTok. Top tick, get us on there. We're doing yes. really well. We are, I believe. Yeah. It's Ben's, Ben's hard work. Find us, Sexted My Boss, on TikTok. Or you can write to this man here, William Hanson. He promises us a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. So obviously I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. So the, the question that I know a lot of G&D and Ben and I would like to know, where's your watch? Right, can I just say this watch has caused uproar? It's been in all the papers. Oh, really? Have you seen it? Yeah, Ben's seen it. Like, the papers have picked up that have been conned. I, I, so hang on, the entire nation worked out that you were conned other than you? Yeah. Right. Turns out I've had an email. From the watch shop? Their fault. It wasn't David that worked there, it was John. Okay. And he wasn't in jeans, he was in chinos. Same thing. Yeah, but if they're all still in suits. Uh, and they had kind of misplaced the watch. That's why I'd not heard and they'd not put it through. So it's all been sorted. I've got the bill. You're, you're still having to pay for it? Yeah, I'm fuming. After their mistake? I'm fuming. Yeah, but I'm going to get on to it about it. But the watch has been located. I got an email couple, two days ago. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. Did and you... I'd not told my dad, but he'd read it in the press. <laughs> so he me up, he goes, have you lost your pissing watch? You're just like your bloody mother. Do you know how much that costs? Do you know how many years it took me to pay that off? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'll find it. He went, you better bloody add do. They don't make them ones anymore. I found it. Do you only communicate to your uh, parents through the press now? <laughs> like Victoria Beckham. Uh, How well, funny. My mum's my mum's sells stories. Oh, she's got oh, latest one. Latest yeah. one on Wendy. She sent a picture in the WhatsApp group. She's uh, she's tucking a stray dog. She's taking in a stray dog. And my sister-in-law's a bit weirded out cuz um she's called the dog Katie, which is also my sister-in-law's. <laughs> And she rung me up and she said, and I quote, thanks for kitchen. We're going to put the bar on hold now because I'm thinking we might get some kennels and taking some stray dogs. I'm like, right. And she went, yeah, I think that's going to be what I do out here now. It's my purpose in Spain. <laughs> I'm like, where's Frank in all this? Our original dog. So now we have Frank and Katie. Right. So Wendy's got a new dog called Katie that she's named after. My sis your sister-in-law. Which is just... You tell it's me. It's going to get confusing, isn't it? You know, yeah. Kate is coming over for the weekend. Graham, could, Kate has just done a shit on the carpet. Can you clear it up? <laughs> but it's all very, it's all happening. She's got new tiles at the moment. Every time I ring her, she's got workmen round. <laughs> I know. She Your has. dad's away at the moment, is he? She says, yeah, my dad's always away. <laughs> she said, my dad works away. She's like, she's on the phone going, Nick, Nick, you just turned generator down. Our Jordan's on phone. He don't mind, he don't mind, he's, he's a good lad. I'm like, so what's she having done? Topless workman walking past. I asked him on bloody <laughs> Skype to FaceTime to her. Be on Sky Scanner tonight, <laughs> finding a flight. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's only Nick. Yeah, she's so what, the same age as you, that freaks me out, I'm not into that. So so what work is she having done? Oh, all sorts, she's getting... So basically, when I went there, it was lovely and Spanish and authentic. Yes. And now it's very Burnley and authentic. Okay. Now I'm joking, she's getting new tiles. Where? Um, outside? On the outside, on patio, inside. Terrace? Yeah. It's very... Whatever the Spanish is. Oh, we're terrace. not allowed to call it patio, actually. She goes mad at that. She Good. It sounds common. Well, it she is. does say terrace, actually. We've got to call it the There terrace. probably is a nice Spanish word for terrace that the producer's going to look up now. Terraza. Terraza, thank you. Terraza. Terraza, or something like that. Not a dinosaur. 
I think it's a velociraptor. Anyway, that's been happening. Um, wow. With Wendy. I've, yeah, I've loads to tell you about. Yeah, God so she, bless Wendy. Yeah, so she's got a new dog called Katie. Katie the dog. Katie the dog and Frank. And what type of dog is Katie, other than Stray? One what of those, breed? it's one of those, I think, I'll show you. One of the ones that with four legs, a tail and goes woof. Yeah, the one of that. No, it's only got three legs. It's only got three legs? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Wonky Katie. Uh, okay. Let me, sh- oh no, that's work fam, not fan alarm. Wrong group. There she is. Oh, that's okay, Frank- she's quite cute. That's Frank and Katie. Because she says, that's, that's um, Miko, Bradley's slobbery dog. He slobbers. Yeah. He's called Miko. Miko's not the type of dog I really like, if I'm honest. Why? I don't like strawberry dogs. Why? Wow, he's cute. What's no, it's it? not cute. It's disgusting. Oh, look. I've missed all these. Oh. Anyway, that's Katie. Yeah, she is quite cute. I don't well, know. that's nice. Yeah. And so are you excited to meet Katie? Yeah, it will Has be. she got yeah. a nice temperament? Uh, or is she a bit... Cause she's no, she's meant stray. to be quite... And are we sure she's stray? Your well, mother just hasn't stolen a dog? No, my mum were keeping an eye on her on the street and then feeding her for a few days and then right. took her in. You're not in another life. Your mother's not Corella Deville. No. No. no well, she's Actually, after... Corella Deville's not too far away from your impression of my mother. She is after a vodka. Fall out with anyone. Still done it. <laughs> and you, you're like, all right, here we go. And I, I, I didn't say, oh, mum, well, you're about to. We must do. I must, over the summer, if we have time, I need to do a weekend with your pet, with your mum in particular, but your dad as well. And your mum and I can get a little bit tiddly on G&D oh, and can put the world that. to rights. She'd love that. You don't need to be there. Do you know, the imp- yeah, she'd love that. The impression of my mum on Lorraine the other week. Yes. My brother Dom says he can't stop listening to it. <laughs> he says it's absolutely spot on. Did you see one of our G&D was created some graphics for Wendy on Lorraine? Yes, which yes, was amazing, Which was amazing. It? It's yeah. so good. Yeah. She's... People have a lot of time on their hands, but it was very, very good. Mm. Oh, I miss him, actually. We haven't, d- we haven't poured the gin and the bonnet. Oh, God. We haven't even done a toast. Yeah, sorry, we've not done a toast. I'm, I'm all over it, Sharp. I'll ask you how your week's been. But yeah, my watch has been found. Good. Did you also, though, when we were texting about your watch, say that also you've lost a suit at the dry cleaners? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. I need to go out the air. They said they've no recollection of it. <laughs> but I think I might have rung the wrong dry cleaners. Right. How many dry cleaners do you go to? Oh, Christ, you've had a good week. We've had a week off. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of G&D was loving Ben's little giggles in the background as yes. well. Uh, so I think we're going to keep that. Come on, I'll just get him a black, a, a, a glass box. Mm. Well, anything's possible. Who are we toasting to? Well, Have you put I, the gin in there? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I, uh, I think we should toast, because we had a, a four-day uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. We should toast Jesus. Jesus. To Jesus. No clinking. Oh, sorry. Why did I clink? Why did you clink? Oh, I don't know. How many series have I we done where I've gone no clinking? To Jesus. Jesus. What did Jesus say at the top of his cross? Nice view. He was up top at cross. Yes. This is Mary Madeline crying, all, everyone at the bottom, hmm. all on the knees in bits. He turns and says, what a way to spend a bank holiday weekend. <laughs> If the Archbishop of Canterbury is a G and Diva, we do apologise. Said I can see me house from up here. <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Seriously, sorry. 
let's face it, neither of us were going to heaven. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, at the time of recording... Spoiler alert. It's, we, this will be going out on Tuesday, but... This Jesus is, is still alive in the Christian calendar. This is just before... Uh, it's Thursday, so it's the day before Good Friday. Yes. Good Friday tomorrow. Why do we call it point. Good Friday? Because it's the day he died. Mm, it's a bit weird. It that, was a, I it? mean, it's a Good Friday for everyone else. It was a terrible Friday for Jesus. It really was, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. So when did he start bringing chocolate into it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Jesus' friend, the Easter rabbit. Was it? Yeah. I don't think Jesus had anything to do with the dairy milk. The Easter bunny took my dummy. The Easter bunny took your dummy? Yeah. You know when you had to give your dummy up as a kid? I never had a dummy. Did you not? No. Oh, well, we didn't in, believe in dummies. In Burnley, we call it a daughter. Yes, yeah. And we've we've yeah, talked about this. Yeah. And the Easter bunny took my daughter. Your daughter. I love how Burnley you go. You, can can't go even, you can't even say that word in your Jordan South accent. I can't say it, but the Easter bunny took my daughter. At yeah. what age? Uh, I think it was about four or five. And it's really, four or five? It's really weird. Maybe younger, because Seb, my nephew... I remember him saying to me a couple of years ago, he went, Easter Bunny took my daughter. And I was like, oh, he took mine as well. He's still at it. So, like, to get kids to get rid of the dummy, they're like, they get the Easter Bunny Texan and gives you eggs. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that's nice, nice, uh, nice idea. Um, so what are you doing for Easter? Well, well, I know what one of the things you're doing for Easter, and I'm immensely jealous. Oh, okay. So uh, tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm covering the breakfast show. Very good. Yeah, which we're looking forward to. And then... How long's that? Uh, three and a half hours. Oh, my God, you'll be exhausted. <laughs> Thank so, God you've got a long weekend. <laughs> I know. Um, then on Friday afternoon, mm. um, I'm, I've got my nephews coming down. Oh, so we're gonna, just them? Yeah, and my brother and his wife. The dog. They're, they're going off. They're, they're going off and I'm, wait, and I'm looking after them. Oh, that's nice. So it's the first time I'll have, I've, pro, like I've, I've babysat them, but for having for pretty much a couple of nights. In London? I mean, to, to look mm. after them in... So hang on. The thing that you're going to on Saturday, mm-hmm. are you taking... Um, I'm just taking them. Oh, no. You know, Ryan and Katie. I coming. thought Ryan and Katie were yeah. going as well. Okay, fine. So Friday, we're going to see dinosaurs at that museum. The Natural History Museum. The Natural History Museum. Yeah. What? <laughs> that museum. The, the award-winning... World, world famous. famous, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday, yeah. Uh, well, Sunday we're going West Ham and uh, West Ham, which we're all looking forward to. Are they big West Ham supporters? Well, they are, yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, no. They're watching Burnley West Ham. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and then um, Saturday we're going to watch Mary Poppins. I'm so jealous. I'm really nervous. Right? Why? Because uh, you've just told me how long it is. Three hours. It's right? seven thirty to ten. Like most West End shows, they're five and nine years old. Okay. Oh, I've taken a five-year-old before. Yeah, I to, to the theatre. When I've babysat him before, I've mm. put a film on for him. Yeah, bored within forty minutes. Yeah, but but you probably put on Taken Two or something. No, I didn't, Matilda. Well, that's all right. But and they, so I'm worried that they're going to be like bored and on their iPads. If they take out an iPad at Mary Poppins, trust me. I mean, I I've got contacts. I will have you all removed. <laughs> Okay. The very actually the, the ushers the, know me very well. I'm on very, a list. They're very strict with their screen time. The parents. Good. Apart from at weekends, you do not get an iPad or any sort of electronic device out during the show. Apart from any show. Weekends when they run over and they're like, just let them on it. I can't be bothered. <laughs> well, I hope you have a nice time. Are you doing the matinee? No, just Mary Poppins. 
No, are you doing the afternoon show or the evening? The evening. Oh, we're going to Rainforest Cafe as well. <gasps> yes, as a child, I love oh, that. As a, so I was 16 when I first came to London. That probably shocks you. You were 16 when you first came to London? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm oh, don't this... say they treat you to the Rainforest Cafe at 16. Yeah, they did. I oh loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, sorry, but some people didn't have disposable incomes to come to London when they were younger. I do. I wasn't questioning that. I'm Bless. questioning the fact that age 16, they took you to a cafe that's aimed at six-year-olds. My brothers were there as well. They were 13 and 10. <laughs> but if so, but Still think it's a Dutch weird. If you're listening now and you're coming down to London, definitely go, to, and we're not being paid for this, go to the Rainforest Cafe because the kids love it. Yeah, but do go with children because Leanne and I, my neighbour Leanne and I, went three or four years ago because we were seeing a show directly opposite in the theatre and Leanne and I went without children and we felt uncomfortable yeah i bet because you're you're gonna end up on a list yeah going to mary poppins on your own well no because we have Rainforest, happy memories of it as a chil- as children rainforest cafe and disneyland you need yeah. to be you need to be careful i now. do need to be careful anyway the rainforest cafe is a cafe in a rainforest and it's fantastic and we're taking it's, it's us there rainforest. what is it it's under piccadilly yeah sure don't give the secrets okay, right so they're gonna love it yeah my dad got out of army when i was 16 and when you get out of army you get a bit of a payout mm-hmm. so he said right took us all to london and we went to London on the train, first class. Nice. And we all went down to... Um, the Rainforest Cafe. And we stayed in the... A lot of army kids will know this. We stayed in the... Um, oh, what's the army hotel called at Waterloo? It's like a, basically a hotel. You get a room for like 25 quid. Royal Horse Guards? Nope. No. Oh, what's it called? Waterloo. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? It's an army hotel. You have to be in the army or an ex-service person to okay. stay there. It's like 25 quid a week. Union Jack Club. Union Jack Club. That's it. Thank you very much, producer Ben. You get yourself off. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got Rainforest Cafe. Lovely. Yeah. Well, you'll have a... Lo- and that's before Poppins. Yeah. Well, it's a good location because you can just go straight up and yeah. turn left. So, it's good. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a lovely time. Thank you. You need to send me, please, mm-hmm. a photo of Seven Austin in their seats before the show looking okay. looking excited right okay and then i want a voice note either i would accept sunday morning mm-hmm. with how it all was okay right i want to know who was on yeah i want to know uh what you thought what ryan and katie thought what y- y- um nephews thought everyone mm-hmm. okay okay yeah because yeah. i asked for that and uh, can i also just point out that so many gnd divas message me when they're thinking of booking Mary Poppins, and really we should have an affiliate code, um, asking what seats uh, they should sit in. And I'm always happy to give advice. And you are in some very good seats. Before I ask you about your Easter plans, can I just say, Mm. I think Easter weekend Mm. is better than Christmas. Really? Yeah, I've said this before. I love Christmas, but Easter weekend, right, you get the Friday off, you get the Monday off. Mm -hmm. So you get four four days off. You get it off twice over Easter. Full, Full. Like if, if you're lucky, if, mm. you, if you're not if you're not working, and the weather's usually good, and I just think it's a better weekend. Yeah, the weather's better. There's less stress. There's, there's less pressure. Less mm. pressure. Loads of chocolate. Loads of beer, and I think it's fantastic. I've always loved the Easter weekend. What are you doing for it? Because you famously don't like bank holidays, do you? No, I don't like bank holidays. Um, so I'll probably struggle. But we are going to the bungalow to go and see Brian and Sarah. Are you going to see Brian and Sarah in the bungalow? We are. I know. Uh, we are. It's also Mikey's birthday over the Easter weekend. Oh, yes. So that'll be nice. And my 45, brother, five, forty-six. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My brother for Christmas bought me tickets to see Barry Humphreys, one of my comedy heroes. Hey, yippee, William! Got some tickets for Barry Humphreys. <laughs> uh, BBC Radio Bristol. <laughs> so he bought me some tickets for that. So love you, to, James. We're going to see Barry Humphreys. So I'm very excited. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's how I'll spend my Easter Sunday. And what you do? What will, you, will, will your dad be cooking? Will your mum be cooking? 
No, they're struggling to cook in the bungalow because <laughs> they've gone from a very large kitchen with a cooker that's always on yeah. to quite a bad oven. So they go out for meals quite a lot. Oh, do they? Yeah. We're having a takeaway on the Saturday night. We're going out for dinner on the Friday night. Sunday night we're in Bath for this show, so... Standards will, are yeah. slipping in the bungalow. Yeah. They're, she's struggling to cook. But she went from a lovely kitchen to a smaller kitchen with... I'm not being funny, but substandard. it can't be that small that she can't cook. No, 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 it's not, but I think it's just... Have you seen the size of my kitchen? Yeah, it's bigger than that. But the, it, the, 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 the oven is not brilliant. And because they're renting the bungalow, they can't change anything because they're moving into this other house. Oh, have they bought another house? They're in the in the process of... Oh, we are actually going to see it. Oh, okay. That's one of the things we're doing, so I'm what, hoping I like it. What a wild weekend. Yeah. It's going to be... And we'll see some friends. Do you do Easter cards? No. My grandmother used to send me an Easter card. She's the only person that has ever sent me an Easter card. Mm. Okay. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you do Easter cards? Yeah. To whom? Oh, sugar, I need to send my grandma one, actually. You've just reminded me. Well, it's not... It's not going to get there now, is it? No. Okay. Uh, it might get there Saturday. If you post it by the end of today in a post box that has a five o'clock collection, are you putting your retainers back in? Mm. You're doing this podcast with your retainers in? I need them in, because I've got to have them in. It'll be fine once I get used to them. Okay. <laughs> can never tell which is top or bottom. It's a problem we've all been, we've all had. So how's your week, Ben? <laughs> Oh, my week's been absolutely fine, thank you. We've got some robins on the terrace. Really? Yes. That's quite cute. They've nested. Oh. They've nested on our terrace. Do you like that or are you trying to get rid of them? Well, I didn't know I didn't know they were there and I was out sort of jet washing the terrace and getting it all ready uh, for the summer. And I've got this sort of plant ladder shelf thing that mm-hmm. goes, it's quite tall. And I had put my sort of leaf bin that collapses, a pop-up leaf bin for the winter. I just put it off the ground so it doesn't get wet or mouldy and just hung it on top of the ladder. So it's created a very nice sort of dark, safe, free from the wind corner. So I go to get the plant ladder and there is this nest with three eggs in it. Oh. The robins have, have laid eggs and are creating a family. So did you poach them, boil, fry? No, they're far too small. But the oh. um, but no, we now see these, we have these two robins. We have a mummy and daddy robin. Oh, what have you called them? No, I'm sorry. I'm going to correct myself. Sorry, there could be two mummies. There could be two daddy robins. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. Yeah. They may not have decided what gender they are. Okay. So I have called them Julie and Andrew. Thank Julie you. Julie Andrew. Julie and Andrew. Okay. Yeah, after Julie Andrews. Uh, so the Julie and Andrew who come and they do, though, however, they're quite territorial because I went to just check on them the other day to see if the robins had hatched. And apparently it's 20 days a robin is in its egg, roughly, my research. And I pulled back the uh, leaf thing just to have a look, to let some light in. And there, either Julie or Andrew, was. I just saw these two little eyes staring at me as if to say, get away. <gasps> Never screamed more. Did you scream? I absolutely screamed, dropped the leaf thing and ran back inside. From a robin? They are very territorial. What can a robin do, though? Well, I don't know. It'll probably just fly at me. Or become like, you know, the, the birds but from Al- Alfred Hitchcock. Is, are robins dicky birds? Two little dicky birds sitting on a wall. Possibly. One named, my grandma used to sing that to me. One named Peter, one named Paul. Fly away, Peter. Fly away, Paul. Come back, Peter. Come back, Paul. Oh, are they dicky birds? Possibly. Can I also just point out, and I'm really, really sorry, I do try and reply to pretty much every message that I get on Instagram, even if it is about three months later. But when I put the robins on the terrace and I said that I could recreate the scene from Mary Poppins, the film, where mm. the robin sits on Julie Andrews' finger, 
a lot of people went, you do know that the Robin in Mary Poppins, the film, is an American Robin, not a British Robin. It's like, yes, like, hello, you're dealing with someone who basically has a PhD in Mary Poppins. Yes, I did know that. And I couldn't find a way to reply to people that wasn't passive-aggressive, so I just ignored them. So I'm sorry, but thank you for messaging. What's the difference between an American Robin and a British Robin? One's got an accent, no. It's um, it's got a, the Robin sort of, the, the chest, the red chest is bigger and it looks, it's a slightly different shape. For the American one. For the, the American ones almost look more like a pigeon with yeah. a red chest. It's all that fast food out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll keep you posted on the Robins. I'm waiting for little baby Robins on the terrace, which oh, will be sweet. That will be sweet. It will be sweet. Yeah. And I think I'll do it again next year. I'll put the leaf thing back and see if they make another nest. Okay, what if you get a rat's nest in there next year? Um, then I will be moving. Yeah. Yes. That will be, we will be moving very, very quickly. You'll, you'll, I'll just turn up at your door going, I need to stay here. I can't stay at mine. It's only one bedroom. I've got a long hallway with a bed set in. I need to get me Well, you can that. go on that and Mike and I have the bed. I must be the only person with a hallway with a bed set in. Yeah. It's like the set of Steptoe and Son in your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm very clean and tidy. No, I know. It's like a clean and tidy set of Steptoe and Son. Um, now I've got we, a lot of wicker baskets I need to get rid of. I feel like the wicker man. Oh, yeah. Um, we're getting to the point where it's William's wacky word of the week. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. plot twist, everybody. William sent me a very funny joke this week. So what we're going to do is, instead of doing William's wacky word of the week, mm-hmm. we'll do William's wacky joke of the week. Right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, Shall we have the jingle anyway? Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha-cha-cha. I went to the shop to get some deodorant. The shopkeeper asked, ball or aerosol? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. (coughs) Hello, Dave Berry here. I want to tell you all about my brand new podcast, Doctor Next Door, that I've made with one of the country's leading heart surgeons and my real-life neighbour, Dr. Neil Srinivasan. We'll be discussing medical myths, some of the burning questions that keep me up at night, and give you the chance to put your questions to the doctor. Join me every week for Dave Berry's Doctor Next Door on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome back, G&D. It's William's Jolly Joke of the Week this week. And the joke is, I went to the shop to get some deodorant. The shopkeeper asked, ball or aerosol? And I said no for my armpit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. He sent me that this week and I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. It's funny, isn't it? I hadn't heard it before either. Should I do uh, Jordan's Wacky Word of the Week next week? Yeah. You see, yeah. Yeah. So okay. we'll probably be we'll probably find a word that's one syllable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we go to the listeners' questions, please? Um, yes, but before we do that, if you missed uh, on our special sort of mini episode last Friday on Good Friday, we're putting special stag do T-shirts on sale for everyone who is coming to my stag do labs on tour in uh, May, June, or July. Now we want as many G and Divas as possible to be wearing their stag do shirt on each night of the tour. I'm told it is a thing. Yeah, it's a big thing. Everybody likes. A little T-shirt and a stag do or a hen do, you're wearing with your name on the back. Right. And we're doing special Sex of My Boss ones. So if you want to get involved, head to sexofmyboss.com forward slash lads on tour and you'll be able to choose a black, pink or red T-shirt and stick a nickname on the back. They're only going to be on sale for a month, so don't miss out. And be as creative this fucking brace. And be as creative as you can be with choosing your nickname. Speaking of which, what would my nickname be? Well, so this is the one that you gave me last week. This is the pink one with Big, Big Willy. Uh, I've got one here for you, yeah. which is in a, in a red. Oh, have you? Yes, it's as close to claret as we could get, sort of ish. It's nowhere near. No. Okay. Uh, and we've got on the back, just for you... Kinky. Kinky. Do you I'm, want to just hold it up to the camera? I'm not kinky. I'm not kinky. There we go. <laughs> if I've got to have a t-shirt that says Big Willy on it Quite frankly you can have one that says Kinky I'm not kinky You're fairly Spitting kinky. in someone's face doesn't make you kinky <laughs> No, that's just disgusting <laughs> um, Anyway, yes, go to sextomyboss.com Slash lads on tour if you want to order your t-shirts Ready for our show And producer Ben, not wanting to miss out on the action Trying to sort of take credit what have you got? He's got a black Oh, one. why has he got black? He's got PB Yes, for peanut butter or personal best. Or... Show, pass it here, Ben. I'll show it to the cameras. Oh, oh Christ! Just right. hit the light. They're well smart. I prefer the black ones. I think. Each oh, it's a bit. Them. It's a bit moody. It's a bit emo. PB. Personal best. Nice. Uh, lovely. Uh, okay. Can I go for a wee? Yes. All right. Sorry. Do you want to do the first question? Or... No, because how will you give advice? I'm actually busted. Sorry. I'm two minutes. <laughs> Okay, sorry. No, it's all right. Welcome back. Okay. You ready? Yep, let's do it. Dear William, National Treasure Jordan and PB. Don't start that. That was a joke. I've just listened to the podcast where Jordan was selecting items for William's stag do and where he decided on a dressing gown belt and duct tape. What would your... Duct 
ducked tea? Ducked with a T. I always, I think we've talked about this before. I always thought it was duck. There might be a brand that's duct tape, yeah, but yeah. it's duct tape is the non-branded version. Okay. What would your advice be for a best man who, having organised his best friend's stag do, discovered the invited friends and family intended to strip the groom stark bollock naked and tie him to a lamppost? While this is often standard practice for such an occasion, what if the best man has a problem with it? What if the best man, in this case, is likely to get a stiffy? Would you suggest the best man let the friends and family get on with it while hiding behind the nearest car or hedge? Or should the best man wear the tightest of briefs and the baggiest of trousers to try to hide his boner? Asking for a friend, John. So John's... John's what? John clearly fancies the groom. That's basically what's going on here. And John clearly would quite like to see his groom, or not his groom, but his best friend, presumably... Naked. That's all. That is all levels are wrong. Not yeah. fancying and the group. Well, because the groom's getting married. If I'm tied to a lamppost. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. No. God no. Well, thanks so much. He goes on the floor. Well, I'm. I'm not. Being, I mean, you're a very attractive man. No, oh, shut up. You are. But God, I'd have to vomit in. You'd have to what? <laughs> I don't know what that saying means. <laughs> Both the producer and Jordan are in hysterics. <laughs> You're right, Ben. <laughs> think about it. And I'm not going to think about it. All I'll say is Gene Divas keep an eye on Jordan's trousers if, if I do get tied to a lamp paste. Um, just don't get a stiffy. <laughs> Stiffy. Um, do what my friend told me in year 10. Just think of a fruit bowl or something really boring. Think of a fruit bowl? Yeah, or just something really boring. As long as there's a watermelon in it. Here we go. Let's all agree. If if you, you, you feel like you're getting aroused, just think of Anne Robinson. Poor Anne Robinson. Some people find her very attractive. That's no slight on Anne Robinson. You're never getting asked into Dictionary Corner, are you? Oh, God. Um, Have you been asked? No, of course I wouldn't ask you. God, I can't <laughs> bloody read all right. Tom. Any words, Jordan? Yeah, three words. And. <laughs> A-N-D. Piss off. Um, what, what's, the, what's your advice there? Um, yeah, I mean, I... Th- I th- mm. Don't hide in a bush. Just Don't hide in a bush. Mm. And if you do get one, just try and disguise it. Hide it. Hold a nice sort of folder in front of your crotch. Because on a stag do with a folder. Well, if there's the schedule of events. Oh, my God. No one takes a schedule of events. Are you not having a schedule for my... No. Play it by air. Get pissed. See what happens. I want you to have a folder. I want you to have a branded folder that says William stag do. And not... that you can, like, turn and go, OK, 8.55, we're doing blah, blah, blah. I have not put a load of washing on for two weeks. I have not got time for a bloody folder. Right. I'm, I'm that running out of clean clothes. I might have to do next week's episode in a Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, that's not it. <laughs> uh, next question. This is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and hi, Proddy B. Let's not start. Oh, this. I like that. No. That's very, that's very West London. Proddy B. Yeah. West London, East London. No, they go, they go, people from Clapham call it Clappy J. Well, that's not West London. Yeah, that's should we go out London. around Clappy J? Oh, why don't we go out around Clappy J and get Proddy B to come? 
You can do bumps at midday. <laughs> I'm writing to you with a few predicaments. I've been with my girlfriend for almost two years now and I love her immensely. I want to ask her to marry me. Oh. However, her friends have been with their boyfriends for five or six years, give or take. My first question is difficult. Am I allowed to ask my wonderful girlfriend to marry me first? Is it unfair on my girlfriend's friends? And is it unfair on their boyfriends if I step on their toes? Also, an etiquette question for William. Am I expected to still pay three months' salary on the ring? My girlfriend isn't even slightly materialistic, and if I'm honest, I prefer to save money on giving her a magical wedding day. However, I feel compelled by tradition that I should spend an obscene amount of money on a ring. Appreciate your help, I love the podcast, despite only discovering it in December, and have since listened to all of it. P.S. William, you've corrected him a couple of times, but I feel it needs more attention on Ralph Lauren. Is pronounced like the girl's name, Jordan. I love you, mate, but William, please help the... Now look, Anonymous, this was beautifully written. Has someone else written this postscript? Because it all goes to pieces from a grammar Ralph Lauren. Yeah, it's Ralph Lauren. It's Ralph Lauren. No, it's Ralph Lauren. Okay. FYI. Yours lovingly, Anonymous. Okay, Anonymous. Um, Don't overthink it. If you know, you know. If you're in love, you're in love. Um, William and Mikey only knew each other six weeks and got engaged, so... (laughs) I mean, that is not true. You can't wait another three years just because you're other friends. No, I completely disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, not with with your advice. You can't wait another three years just because you're partners friends haven't engaged to their other half so no. if you want to engage if and you, you feel wanna, it's right yeah and you know that your girlfriend's basically going to say yes go for it do it why I not would, i would have like a discreet life's too short you yeah. could be dead next week yeah ha- have a discreet chat with your girl you know just sort of put out no, some feelers because then they'll know yeah but you could then leave it a month or two did i tell you my um mate proposed to his girlfriend in new york oh and she knew all day because he had skinny jeans and you could see the ring in his pocket. Gosh, they were tight, weren't they? <laughs> she could see the box, the ring box right. in his pocket. She thought he's going to bloody propose today, isn't he? Oh. I've got that shock now. Skinny jeans, was, was, sorry, this was 10 years ago, was it? Uh, five, six years ago. Okay, fine. Yeah, now the other bit about salary on rings. Yeah. So, yes, traditionally, the etiquette was that you spent... To be honest, it depends which book or sort of source you're going to. It was either a month's salary or three months' salary on a ring. Quite frankly, that's ridiculous in this day and age. Oh, really? Okay. I agree. If you're, you don't want to sort of be, you know, oh, she's got a lovely ring, but we've got no roof over our head. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, no, you just spend, just buy the best you can afford. That's, that's all you need to do. Yeah. And nobody will know where the ring will come from. But once it's on the person's finger, they don't know if it's from Tiffany from Van Cleef and Arpel or from H. Samuel. Nobody knows. What's wrong with H. Samuel? Nothing. But I'm just giving you a sort of a... Elizabeth Duke. Exactly. That's Argos, isn't it? Possibly. But I'm giving... But once it's on the finger, nobody knows. And nobody asks. They go, oh, I love that ring. Where's it from? And it's very bad etiquette to ask where something is from. Yeah. I love that ring. How much is it? Talking of rings, Mikey and I obviously have been doing... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) having trouble again. Well... So we've pseudocrem, done, I've told you, plenty of pseudocrem. We've done a uh, we've done a bit of research onto the the ceremony aspect of our wedding. Oh, okay. Oh, update on the wedding of the year. And um, on Westminster Council website, you can go and check this out for yourself. They give you six potential scripts that you can give the the registrar who's going to actually do the ceremony. They give you a traditional, a modern, a romantic. Uh, an unconventional quote unquote. Now, obviously, I wasn't probably going to go down the unconventional route, but I thought, well, I'll look at I'll look at what it is. Okay. Like, how unconventional is it? I kid you not. Okay, within the un- unconventional script, there is a section where the registrar says words to the effect of, and before the grooms 
the, the brides, whoever, get married, the congregation will perform a ceremony called the warming of the rings. And it's, it's where the rings are passed from person to person. They hold them in their hand and just warm them gently. But can you imagine at our wedding, the grooms would now like the congregation to warm their rings. All it takes me to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right, that's been done before. And I'm reading that thinking, Westminster Council, do you not have any the idea of, of the rings? Also, also from, a, from an etiquette point of view, because I thought we had to have rings, okay, even though you may not then choose to wear them going forward, I was told by a fairly reliable source that um, signing the register and the rings are two of the sort of the actual legal requirements to get married. And obviously for a straight couple, for a man and a wife, the woman has a ring, so that counts. The man can have an optional ring. But I was told, oh no, two grooms, two brides, etc. they both have to have rings, etc. And actually, and again, this is, I'm only going off the Westminster Council website, you don't. So you don't have to have, if you are two grooms getting married, for example, you don't have to have rings. Get a pinky ring. Yeah, I could just look on the floor and find a ring like you did. <laughs> or uh, or you could choose a bracelet. Yeah, or a Haribo. I'd rather have, I'd rather go on holiday. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Mikey and I, we're not convinced we're jewellery people. A ring might suit you. It I might do suit like me. rings on... Yeah, you'll be surprised. You'll get used to it. Yeah, OK. Uh, OK, final letter. This is from... No, not final letter. OK, next letter. This is from Charlotte. Hi, William Jordan and dearest producer Ben. Dearest. Oh, dear. Bless you. Hope this email finds you all well. Firstly, thank you so much for making such a hilarious podcast. Oh, that's really uh, my dilemma is slightly embarrassing, considering I'm almost 21. Recently, I've met this girl that I really like. I've had crushes on a lot of people in high school, and as such, I've never really gotten much further than that. Said girl and I ended up sharing a slightly drunken, slightly awful, and in her words, very awkward kiss on our first date, which was my first ever. She recently came back to mine after going out, and we started to move into something more than just watching whatever we found on Netflix. She leaned in to kiss me and I panicked and I had to explain to my effortlessly cool date that I hadn't really done things like this before. She was understanding and honestly very lovely about it, but I've been beating myself up about it ever since. It hasn't seemed to ruin my chances though as we're meeting up again at the end of the week. Four dates in and I'm as nervous as I was the first time we met. My question is, how do I stop overthinking things and enjoy myself, be smooth, romantic and just bloody kiss, and hopefully more, this gorgeous girl? Any tips would be massively appreciated. Thank you you again so much for all you do and hopefully see you both on William's Stag Do. Much love, Charlotte. Charlotte, I was just going to say the most obvious thing is don't overthink it and mm. obviously that's easy, easier said than done. Yeah. But just try not to worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awkward and a bit sloppy and a bit messy at first but then it'll just come naturally and in a few weeks time it will be amazing there's not better than a great kiss mm. so don't worry about it don't overthink it and tell tell this girl how you feel yeah and, and i don't think there's anything wrong i mean it sounds like you sort of have intimated to to this girl that, that's you know, so sweet you may not have had a lot of experience and hopefully if, if they are as wonderful as you say they are they will respect that yeah i know it's easier said than done but try not to overthink it and do you know what if it is a bit awkward and and not great at first, that's fine, because in a few weeks' time, in a few months, in a couple of years, you'll laugh at it, and it will be great. Yeah. And there's nothing better than a lovely kiss. Exactly. And, you know, it's two girls. They're going on their fifth date. By the sixth date, they'll probably have moved in together and got a dog, knowing lesbians. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Charlotte ignoring techno knowledge. Why, why? Lesbians do move very quickly. Why do gays and lesbians like always have a pop at each other? I don't know. They always do. And don't really, they? we should be more respectful. And I'm saying that with a lot of love because I know I know quite a lot of lesbians. So why do they always? I think it's, they've got the producers' this, eyes. <laughs> they've got this like banter between lesbians and gays, isn't there? Yeah, there's just this. I don't know why. It's just said with love. Really. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But you know that there's that sketch in Modern Family about it, isn't there? About the Venn diagram, the Cam and the lesbian character for that episode. I forget Pam. No, not Pam. That's his sister. But anyway, Cam and the lesbian character do this thing on, um, like you know, straight women fancy men, gay women. Oh no, I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. But it's very funny. Okay. <laughs> you take my word for it. Final letter. Final please. letter. This is short. It's another from anonymous. Anonymous. Dear William, who deserves his reality television break soon. I really don't. Jordan and producer Benedict. Oh, cheers. You're just Jordan. (laughs) Two questions. First, whenever me and my husband, my husband and I, make one another a drink, we will only speak in a super scouse accent. For example, Ela, you want a bev? Ela, you want a bev? Hello, merchandise Matt. Is Matt going to be giving away these t-shirts? I don't know. This will be good if he does. We probably can't afford them. Roll up, roll up. Come on, it's merchandise, Matt here. We've got some PB t-shirts. I'll tell you what I'll do, love, right? I'll give you a PB t-shirt. I'll give you a kinky t-shirt. And I'll give you one of Williams ones. I'll look like you're all in there. I'll chuck in a pig stick. And you can have it for a tenner. The lot. I'm not joking. The lot. Matt. Are you underselling? Right, yeah, love, come here. I'll chuck in as well. I'll chuck in some merch. Do you want some merch? I'll give you some merch. There, la. Right, the lot, 20 quid. For you, love. Back to Anonymous's letter. Um, she also says things to her uh, husband, such as, E, you wanna any fruit in your gin? You want some uh, fruit in your gin? I love that. We have no idea where it started, but it's stuck. Since we have gins every evening, this is a very common occurrence. I will be in our living room and suddenly hear, Bevier. Neither of us are remotely scouse and we have never used this type of language. Is this still good etiquette? Please keep me anonymous. I love the three of you so much. Uh, It's, look, anonymous. All couples have in-jokes. Yes. All couples have in-jokes. Little silly voices they do. Little jokes they do. Um, it, it's perfectly fine. It's great etiquette. It, when you start doing it in public, it's even funnier because it's like your little thing, and 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 everyone's looking at you like a weirdo. Probably, probably don't do it in Liverpool in public. Yeah, yeah. So try not to do it in Liverpool. But honestly, it's totally fine. Mikey well, and I, we've talked about this before. Mikey and I will talk to each other often in Northern Irish. Yes, mm. you've talked about that before. Yeah. So do an impression. Oh, I can't do it now because you have That's to do true. it. Um, I don't know. I don't even know the sort of things we would say to each other. God, it's absolutely popping off with a banter in your house, isn't it? Oh, shit. You shut your face. <laughs> what, 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 have you got I don't a, know what we you say. you got any nicknames or pet names for each other? No, darling, Angel. That sort of... Angel. I call him Angel a lot. I call a lot of people Angel, though. I can't because I'll end up calling him Angle. <laughs> yes, how you, you are actually coping with your braces, by the way. Do you think? Mm, yeah. Yes, you, you are, you've grown into them. Do you see, I, over a week I got um, groin and groan mixed up. Who were you messaging? I oh, know it was on on air dares on Saturday oh. night takeaway. Okay, said, yes, it yes. said um, pretend you've got a sore muscle. And I thought it said on your groin, but it said groan. Anyway, 
before we go good bless god bless you a gentle reminder that if you want our help with something then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on instagram at sexedmyboss or you can write to me and i will send you a handwritten reply in my own time on my own letterheaded paper the address is on the website sexedmyboss.com we will see you on friday for our little bonus episode the weekend release goodbye 